Welcome everybody to Symbolic Podcast, episode number 17. I'm your host, as always, joined today by... Alex. And Emilio. We got Emilio as our special guest today. Uh, he's being uh, he's being uh, shipped and boarded in a couple of... Can we guys already done 16 of these? We have. This is this the 17th one? This is the 17th one. Yeah. Have you listened to like my women? Hold wait, on. Wait, wait. Hold on. I don't know about that one, too. Wait Sorry. <laughs> We're going to pull it back on that <laughs> one. All right. So, as per usual, our new meta, I bring us the topic and we branch off from there. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just want to know, Emilio, have you ever listened to any of the episodes? No. <laughs> uh, I remember you, got, you guys told me about it, but I never listened to one. You fake poser. Uh, yeah, I'm a fake fan, man. Fake, fake fan. fan. It wasn't here since day one. <laughs> I don't even know how you're here. <laughs> Yeah. I was the knows. one that signed him up once he told me. Once he told me that we <laughs> There was no other option. He wasn't driving. <laughs> I already knew all his information, social security and everything. So I just signed him up. What? <laughs> when they go low, I go lower. Yeah. This would be the only one I'm on. Until I return, probably. Until he returns in six months from basic. He's gonna get bread. <laughs> By the military. Twenty thousand dollars. But but with the twenty thousand dollars, man. They gave me the twenty k bonus. I was like, you know what? Which war crimes do I need to commit? I'm here for them. Listen, I'll establish the dictatorship for better oil prices any day, bro. As long as it brings down the gas prices. And I get my Camaro. I need the Camaro and 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 my stripper. The stripper. See the first stripper I see right when I graduate. Marry her. Buy my Camaro. And. I drink alcohol, I guess. Just drink. And beat my kids, you know. <laughs> beat my wife, my kids, I everyone in sight. Hate my wife. <laughs> All she does is just say, "How are you doing today? I love you so much." God damn, I'm so annoying. <laughs> Why can't she leave me alone? And then she took the kids. Then she took the kids. Thank God. They, like, constantly barrage me with, how's your day, dead? <laughs> I have to teach them some manners. All right. Today's topic, so to, to start us off more solidly, is um, if you have, what is, in your opinion, the best superpower to have? Out of all the things in the, in the, yon, the known universe, what is, what is the best power, superpower to you? If you had to choose one, essentially, what would it be? Think about it. You got like Superman's invincibility, Batman's racism. Batman's racism? <laughs> oh, I meant his classism. His classism. <laughs> that makes more sense. Zoro's racism. There you go. Zoro's racism. I mean, like. Damn, that's a superpower because I, I must be a superhero already, man. <laughs> I'm there. I mean, like. I don't know. Like, I don't really want everything to be boring. Mm, the greatest superpower? Yeah, what is the superpower that you would choose? Being racist. <laughs> um, I'm joking. Uh, probably being white. Probably stopping time or not aging. So, like, immortality, but just the aging? Just the aging. I don't know. Because there's so many different, like, aspects. Because I'm just thinking, like, it's probably best that, you know, 
Wait, would you want like Omni Man's age where it's like you slowly age? Like well, I think the best superhero power just depends on what you want. Like, yeah, you can be immortal and age really slowly, but it's like, do you really want that? Or you can you know, fly if you really want that. You can teleport, stop time. There's so many different things and so many different powers. I think it just depends on the person. I don't think it's really a best superhero. But if I had to choose one, it'd probably be just to stop time. And then when I stop time, everything pauses, and I don't age. I get to stop time. Everyone stops moving. Oh, yeah, so like you don't age even when you stop time? Yeah. Okay, so it's not like a pocket. It's just like stop time, everyone stops moving, and then I stop aging, and then you're allowed to move around and consume anything. I would choose the power to make anyone piss and shit themselves. <laughs> oh, you talk shit? Be gone. Oh, God. Oh, God. People's blo- digestive system. Oh, you're about to have your special moment with your child? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh. so what if you did that to a pregnant woman mid-labor? I, I don't know. I was born in the piss and poo. <laughs> I was born in the shit. Trench warfare for that child. Hey, what if it's like a river? What? Like with all the piss? I guess. I don't know. You just slide out, maybe? I don't know. Maybe it's easier for maybe some it's reason. Slip slide? I don't know if urine is a great lubricant. We could test it out right now. <laughs> piss on the yard. Piss on the yard and see if you can slide down. Top 10 things you wish you didn't know. What's the friction coefficient between piss and, and the floor? Skin? <laughs> you, the floor, the skin, the piss. So then, who do you think, who do you think wins? What what is like the superpower that dominates the other ones? That isn't just like, no superpower. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, like nullification? Yeah, like what? What do you what? What superpower would win over the most superpowers? You know, but it can't be just like the one that negates all of the superpowers. Because that's dumb and lame. I mean, like, stopping time sounds like it could win, but then it's like you also have to have, like, the experience yourself. And you're also, you're pretty much you. Yeah, you're you, and you have to have, like, say if someone else has, like, super speed, you have to have the reaction time to stop it. It's not like, like, I don't know. It's like, I think if you hit, like, what, would there be, like, an action, like, snapping your fingers? Let's say if you snapped your fingers, right? Well, I guess we'll give it, we'll give everything, like, some sort of, like, uh, what's it called? Dude, imagine, imagine, yeah, every, imagine every time you climax, it stops time for like six months. <laughs> and you just like, every time you climax, you're done. It just stops time and you're stuck with the world how it is and your age for six months. Jack's off again. Oh, God. <laughs> what am I doing? I'm going to debt. I've lived 25 years. I I'm not allowed to age. <laughs> I mean, like... Well, okay, so, like, back to it. So, like, say you snap your, like, you have to snap your fingers to activate the time stop, right? And the dude that's super fast, probably has, like, super fast reflexes, and it's probably like, all right, I'm just going to get away from him. Get away from yeah, him? Yeah, but it's, like, this is, like, a... It's only how far you can get This is, like, you only heard of their superpower, but you you didn't pick up on their condition, you know? Like, this is, like, oh, it's a sudden death. Everyone's meeting each other for the first time, but they only know roughly of what their power is. Because like, because time like, all right, because time stopping itself is just OP as shit. <laughs> oh, like, twist your yeah, ball. Like, because it's <laughs> twisted your ball. Because it's like, you stop time, right? And yeah, you're still you, unless you have like 
unless you're like super durable. Like, but you're you, not. All you have is the stop time thing. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. I'm saying if you like the, uh, the opponent, super durable. He can just walk up. If there's no limit to how long to stop you, he can just walk up to you and just like shank you. <laughs> yeah, like th- there he's done. All right, I can go to the next one. Unless you're like Superman durable. Yeah, I think that's the point where it's like you have essentially just that, and that's the only thing you can claim. Because like, it's like your 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 skin is impenetrable for for one. It's just like well. You gotta pull a boys on them. Cause then I think it'd just be like a stalemate at that point where it's just like the most durable man, like just durable. Most durable man. <laughs> the most durable man, like he can survive almost anything. What's like, your superpower? Like any like durability. Yeah, dur- like he can't like get cut. He can't like get like he doesn't feel like blunt force trauma. It's just like, all right, I'm gonna go against this guy that can stop time. He's not gonna be able to catch him, but it's not like the guy that can stop time can kill him. I mean, yeah, but you then just insert a bomb in his ass. I feel like. No, nah, we're not, we're not his, gonna do his that. His ass cheeks are impenetrable, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to like Patrick. I can't spread them cheeks. Exactly. He's got some Patrick squeezers, bro. The Patrick squeezers. The bikini bottom bunch. See, what I'm gonna do is well, mid barbecue while he's chewing down that hot dog, while he's taking down that glizzy of a hot dog he's eating, right mid open mouth. I'm just gonna stop time and then shove some five pounds of C4 in his mouth, in his esophagus. And then. When he's already eating, he's going to be like, why am I so full? My tummy hurts. And then detonate the bomb. Boom. But he's, he's invincible. Dead. I think the point is like he's invincible. Yeah, That's he's his power. Invincible. So he doesn't even feel blood force. Does he age? Because I'll just wait him out. Well, no, but you but stop you're time. in stop time. <laughs> so it'd be a stalemate. Like, you're not immortal. You, you can just stop time. That's it. So that's why I think there have to be like contracts. Not contracts. There has to be a limit. Yeah. Say if it's like you can only stop time for 10 minutes. The world. <laughs> the world. Yeah, the world, right? It's like... It's but it's super- like even in the concept of unlimited time, it's like, what are you going to do? Like, what can you do? Because for them, nothing is happening. You can do anything. Nothing, no time has passed for them, but for you, you're waiting there. Yeah, you're waiting. You're waiting for something to happen magically. But like... I mean, if you have infinite time, there's a lot of things you can do. You can ride think. a bike, think, ride a bike, read, consume. It's like this concept of... Living the same day over and over again. You kind of just Bro thinks he's the thinker. You kind of just learn any skill you want because you have infinite amount of time. But how would this? But how would that? How would that? Because like you have to find guy. something that can. Well, like I'm just talking about in general. The no, power. no. The whole point is that you but, uh, have to beat this guy. Let's just say you have infinite time, so it's like I need to understand the science of invincibility. So you just. Study, study, work on stuff, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm back. All right, you can just nullify any fucking trauma. Emotional. Yeah, but you can't live 500 years. Y- yeah, like your you're not your only power is to stop, stop time. time. Like, nothing ages either. You're the only thing that's so moving you, you through time. So you just can't win. It's a stalemate. Oh, no, because then they would die in the time in the frozen time, and time would be over. No, but he said it doesn't age either. You no, no, no age that either. doesn't Who count. Ages? The, like, the only power so that I you age. have is the stoppage of time. So if I stop time, but you yourself would still, still aging. Age. Everyone's aging, or am I it's just? It's like you're in your own pocket, so you do age. Everyone, everyone else's else. time would stop, which means they don't age, because their time isn't moving, but yours is. That's why you're able to move. It's like you're expending time. Oh, okay. Well then, you know, I just stop time, and I just die. <laughs> It just there's the fight playback. It's just just he snaps his fingers. It's like half a second later he's on the floor. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, the well, do you think time would like rest- like would restart if 
but he never restarts it. So a challenge failed. Try it again. <laughs> it's just like oh. No, no, like say like he <laughs> stops time, he dies while time stopped. Do you think it would restart, or do you think it'd just be like? I think, restart, would, I like think he would just die. I think time would continue again. Okay. Imagine just like no one wins. Well, for them, it's like they don't really lose because like for them, nothing happened. They they don't have a sense of what's happening. Nothing has happened. They're like a prison. All right, anyways. But yeah, though, I think I think this goes into like, what do you want the person to have? What conditions? But even then, we can make as many conditions as we want just to say, just this oh, but your guy has this, bro. Your guy has AIDS. <laughs> he has AIDS. He can't he's win. AIDS. He can't. He's gay. <laughs> he, he's just he like has Itachi, to kiss bro. All the lips, bro. He's just like Itachi. He has cancer, dude. He's not going to win. <laughs> I think because it's like thinking about it out of straight raw that one superpower and nothing else. Yeah, because like it's just like because we assume the like stoppage of time goes with other things. Yeah, like I would say like there's just comes perks with that. But I think to just say like raw raw one power like raw one power I would still think like either time or just durability like you're just immune to all fucking blunt force trauma. But what about the guy who is impenetrable? Penetrability. There you go. Huh? That can penetrate. That can penetrate. <laughs> Who wins in that situation? <laughs> Unstoppable force. Well, still though, like then, well, then it'd still be between like the time user. Would they just be normal at that point? <laughs> and the penetrator. The penetrator and the unpenetratable. Who would win? <laughs> They're just two normal guys at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Gay shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's no more war. Just passion. Just passion. <laughs> Only love. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's enough for the fucking superhero one. So then what power would you want, Alex? Oh. Not to win over everybody. Just a superpower you would want. Be baller. Baller as fuck. Have Riz. <laughs> <laughs> to talk to women. Maximum Riz. <laughs> I think super speed, like if super speed, I can like react as fast. I think I would enjoy that. But I mean, that also goes to like the flash where it's like, well, if you can react to shit within like, like you, you can think of a million possibilities within like a second, then I think I'd be bored hella fast. But yeah. I feel like that's like something you have to like focus to do. Yeah, it's like ADHD. It's like you would you would have to like focus. Extreme ADHD. Yeah, dude. Because it's like you know you're in class for two hours for two hours, right? And then you're just like you're trying to focus. It's just you're and there forever. Yeah, you get hit stunned by a thought, and you're just like, oh. Yeah, and it's like now the flash is like perceiving everything, and like <laughs> he's now brain dead. <laughs> uh, like he's perceiving everything so fast, so he's like everything's so slow to me. Yeah, I I I don't fucking care. <laughs> so, like, if I was just super speed, I can react as fast. And I could just like control like the way like how fast I could think. Just like all right, I'm normal now. Or by stop my reflexes, I'm heightened. Then yeah, it takes super speed. <laughs> it's like you still have your normal reflexes. You oh, <laughs> you react to a punch, but you're on the floor already. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> just taps me. I already know what's about to happen. <laughs> Gmod physics collapse sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mean what? What? What superpower are you choosing? Probably like an infinite gift card to Burger King. <laughs> the infinite gift card. Dude, <laughs> did, did, we, did I ever tell you about that chick that shamed us for eating Burger King? I have not heard this. 
So uh, we, we went to go watch Spider-Man, right? And afterwards, great movie, but not movie. It is a movie of all time. It is one of the movies. It is one of the movies of all time. Um, we we go to Burger King, right? And then Miller just gets his, his Bacon King with no mayo. Right. I know this because there's been so many times that he's ordered the Bacon King with no mayo without fail. <laughs> and uh, so this one chick, you know, like, I forgot her name. It's just like, all right, here you go. And I guess she, she like, we made an impression, right? And so next day we go to the gym and we're just hanging. And then this, and Emilio was like benching like a plate. Like, was it just a plate? Just a plate. And then like all, all here is like, I, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm watching, I'm spotting him. And then this chick walks by and it's like, and you ate Burger King. And I'm like. And you work out? Wow. Yeah. And we're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, she's probably talking with her friend or something because I don't know who the fuck. Because like, we ate Burger King, so we're both like and we were paranoid. We were kind of listening to music, so it kind of just caught us by surprise. Just mid-set, just, and you eat Burger King and you're working out? Wow. Wow. It just, it, just, it was like a drive-by. We're just yeah. like, what the hell? We're just so confused. Like, who the fuck is you? Because we were just like, how do they know? <laughs> like, how, we're like, how the fuck how does people know? know? How do they like, know? How the fuck does she know? And then like, so Melo finishes, you know, like red-faced, you know, eyes are bloodshot. And she comes back, she's like, I can't believe you guys are working out after you ate Burger King. And I was like, how the fuck do you know? And she's like, I was the, I was the chick that gave you your food. And I was like, oh my God. How would I remember that? Like, how would I remember that? She's just like, we're both laughing because we're like, you know, like if Billy was dying on bench and she's like, drive by insult. And we're just like, who the fuck is you? Oh, man. I freaking, all I want is a bacon king and go to the gym and I get shamed for it. I go to the, I go to Burger King not to be shamed. I literally, a few <laughs> Burger days. Burger King is a place of no judgment. And then the way, and then next week I get off class and I drive to Burger King because like, you know what? I'm going to go home. I won't be judged because my brother's not home because he'll judge me if I got Burger King. But <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I should go to Burger King, no judgment. I go up there, ask for my usual no mail, no ketchup, just because that shit, I don't know why, it just fills me up, and it just, I just can't Come. finish the burger. There's so much cum in the mail. But <laughs> I get up to that fucking window, dude, and I'm just like, and I just hear, wow. And I'm like, you bitch! You son of a bitch. <laughs> why do you have to shame me? She's like, you don't make calories, the bacon king. I know. That's why I'm here eating Do not it. deprive me of my bacon king, Zeus. And then I I get my food. I take off, and I realize I didn't have my drink. And I'm like, that bitch forgot to give me the drink. So I have to go through the drive-thru again, and I'm like, you forgot my drink. She's like, I'm saving you. And I'm like, no, give me my large drink. But it's just I can't go to that Burger King anymore. <laughs> Because I know she's going to be working there <laughs> and be shamed. Humiliated, <laughs> shamed. I just want to eat my Bacon King in the parking lot with no Tom shame. Tom Bullard. <laughs> Truly goofified. Because the gym we go to, is just, it's weird because it's... Uh, that's the first gym I've gone to where it's just in the center of the town we live in. So it's just... You see a bunch of people you know. It's it's kind of weird just seeing coworkers, people used <laughs> Seeing coworkers, seeing people you used to go to high school with, you just run into them there, and you're just like, what the fuck? And I don't know if I like it or not. <laughs> I kind of want to go to a place where I won't get recognized. But, man, I can't believe, I can't, uh, out of all places, she had to work out, too. Fuck, man. I just want to eat my bacon king with no shame. 
I'm bulking, dirty bulking. Oh, oh yeah, dude, this dude is like keys to weigh like 130. I was in high school, right? That was when he went to Washington. <laughs> this dude gained 10 pounds through just only eating bacon. Dude, <laughs> I then he I lost it immediately. Senior year in high school, I remember weighing myself. I was, I remember looking at myself and weighing myself, and I was 125. I was fucking very skinny in senior year of high school. Crack addict. And then <laughs> addicted. There's a reason why people are addicted to crack, man. It's like, it's like a warm hug. You just get wired. You said that about heroin. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but yeah, when we went to Washington so many with drugs Isaac, for like hugs. There's a reason why people do them, man. I guess we all need a hug every once in a while. Can't just thug it out. It's all coming together now. Yeah, because we went to Washington. I weighed, yeah, probably around 125, 130. And me and Isaac, fucking Isaac's dad, every Bacon. day we were like, oh, we got, we got some. I'm going to grill. He kept meat. That's all we ate every day. And one when breakfast, we woke up, and there's nothing to drink. The only thing in there was a can of Dr. Thunder, which is, if anyone doesn't know, it's like an off-brand version of Dr. Pepper. And it's actually pretty good. But all we had that morning was Dr. Thunder, a can, and just a plate of bacon, dude. It was just all that we had. And it just... Break. <laughs> I just felt like Ameri- a f- true American at that point. But yeah, when I came back, I must have weighed about 145, 140. So I gained like 15 pounds over there for those months I was there. Then I got that job at UPS a year later, and I immediately lost all that weight. I went back to like 130, 127, 130. And, man, it sucked. I was really sad because I was like, oh, no, all this weight. But it wasn't until a year after working at UPS that I started working out again, starting to track my calories. And now I'm back at like 147, 150. Trying to get to 160, but 147, 148 is where I'm at right now. And hopefully I can get... The dream weight is like 170, 175. Because I'm only... My height right now, I'm a short guy. I'm only like 5'6". So getting to 170 seems like a, a nice weight to get to. Man. But yeah, this is the only place... I'll probably only be here for a couple more weeks. For anyone doesn't know, they mentioned earlier that I was probably going to ship out in a couple weeks because I joined the U.S. military. Because for selfish reasons, it's not just because I wanted to serve the country. That's <laughs> not the only reason. That was the last thing on the list. That was, it's because of Rambo, dude. If you guys ever seen Rambo, I just want to be traumatized like Rambo. You know, you just he sees someone with a knife, someone looking at him funny. You just get Vietnam flashbacks. That's what I want, man. I just want PTSD. And then also, I've told them before these guys. When people ask me, like, "Oh man, what'd you join?" I just tell them. I joined for free entrees at Applebee's. November 11th, Veterans Day. That's where it's at, man. That's what I'm going to tell people. So it's it's, uh, it's like er- after I come back, you'll know you'll see me at an Applebee's at these exact times. But yeah, if I cover come back on here, I'll t- tell you guys how it went. Hopefully it all goes good. I don't fucking get blown up by a grenade because someone failed to throw it. So, man, you guys have anything else? Yeah, Alex. Why aren't you getting deployed yet? Why are you? Because I'm going for school. For school. I got to build the bombs. Ah, uh, he's the supplier. I'm the not supplier. building the bombs. You're building the systems to transport the bombs so we can blow up the Middle Eastern schools in the Middle East. Don't work out. 
becoming a terrorist. What kind of terrorist? Domestic And terrorist? you can take that as a threat. <laughs> to anyone listening, you can take that as a threat. No. Oh. No, not really. In Minecraft. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> <In> work. Ha, FBI agent, you can't get me now. Ha, ha. Fuck. Davey cuts it out. So it's it's like all a bit. This bit. That reminds me of the story of this this Delta operator of when he was in Iraq and they were going after this bomb maker and to find out that when they were raiding a house that supposedly he was living in, it was they came across this 14-year-old boy that didn't look like someone who'd be making bombs, you know, in the Middle East, but <laughs> later they would find out he was the fucking bomb maker. And so they captured him, they are driving him out, and they are asking him, they are just asking for Im- information on more sites on where they were operating out of. Turns out he had 10 pounds of C4 up his ass. <laughs> and so when they're driving, he was asking, like, oh, look, you see that building over there in the distance? And so every single one of those guys looked in that direction. And at the time, he was handcuffed, but he wasn't, like, he was handcuffed, but he wasn't uh, restricting his movements too much. So he was able to roll. He had all the windows were down. And when he had all these fucking tier one Delta operators looking in one direction, he jumped out the fucking window. He jumped out the window and ran into this bazaar, which is like a marketplace in the Middle East, and was able to just get lost in the crowd. And they all ran after him. They're like, fuck, we're not going to find this dude in here, in this crowd. And that's how he got away, dude. He just was like, oh, look that way. They all looked, fucking jumped out the window, and then boom, he made it out. America. Down. Only the finest are across the seas today. These days. Only the finest. Yeah, but right now in 2023, it's the state of the world. We don't know. I mean, we're only so young. There's a lot of shit that can happen. Hopefully, sure nothing too crazy that goes down. I sure hope none of it happens. <laughs> wink, wink. I hope I don't have to use any of this <laughs> training I have to go and use. And I sure hope this knowledge of uh, atomic particles and the amount of output they can create goes to waste. Sure hope <laughs> it does. Dude, I remember in high school I took a Mandarin class, and there was one girl I knew who was Middle Eastern. And I didn't, she didn't, I didn't know she was Middle Eastern. And I remember oh telling, God. I remember telling her this joke, which in hindsight I shouldn't have told her, but. It was not very tasteful. What's the difference? <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the difference between this Al Qaeda compound and this and this schoolhouse? And she said, "What?" And I said, "I don't know. I just fly the drones." And she looked at me dead in the eye, and she's like, "That's not funny." She seemed very pissed and uh, and offended. To you, just <laughs> <laughs> gets like even worse. I just felt so bad, dude, when she looked at me like that. I was like, "Oh man." <laughs> Damn it, she thought I wasn't funny. <laughs> That's it. I Nothing like else. But I remember later, it was so awkward because I was sitting right next to her. I just remember like 10 minutes later, I was like, huh, crazy weather it's having right now. And she just stayed silent. And I was like, oh, my God, bro. <laughs> that would have been such a funny like get-together story. How'd you meet her? So I made this joke. <laughs> I made this joke, right? But, yeah, it's... uh. I think after a week, she didn't really care too much, and we started talking again. Because she was friends with a friend of mine's sister, so we were all just chilling in that Mandarin class. It was a cool time. The thing was, though, is that we graduated the class of 2020, and those people I saw 
in March, the year 2020. We just never saw those people again. I never got. To, we never got to say goodbye for the most part to some of those people. It's like, oh, hi, everybody. It's, I feel like I never heard people talk about that too much. But, yeah, it was just in March 2020. Everyone thought we were going to be off for two weeks. We're just, oh, oh yeah, we'll that see was you. fun. We'll see you, we'll see you uh, next weekend. Oh, yeah. fuck, yeah. Two-week two week vacation. And then... I want to be a better person. <laughs> it happened. It happened on a Friday. I was like, oh, guys, we're not going to be back for school for a while. Yay. And then as the days and weeks went on, it's just... We kept getting no more notices. Oh, we're pushing it back to April. Oh, okay, not May. Okay, maybe June. All right, we're canceling everything for the rest of the school year. <laughs> All right, mobile drive-through. I was like, damn, man. I was so sad because we were supposed to go to grad night together that year. That was one thing. I was. That's the one thing I'm still kind of sad about is that we never went to. Grad yeah, night with yeah, because it's like yeah. for our grad night. Um, because like we weren't we, we weren't like comfortable with going to grad night with anybody else in high school, so Amelia went to a different high school, and our other friend um, Isaac. He uh, he he didn't have enough cash, you know, and like, so he was like, "Nah, guys, I'm not gonna be able to make it." And we're like, "Fuck!" But then me and Miller were like, "You know what? Nah, dude, we gotta go." So, and the thing was, in order to get someone to, from another school to come with us, you have to get a bunch of forms signed. And they're literally doing two days, and we're like, "Oh shit!" It's like, "Bill, you gotta get, you got, you gotta get this approved by your administrator. You gotta go do this. You gotta do that." And he's like, "All right." And then like I'm telling them, and they're like, "Yeah, no, they didn't do this." <sighs> Will he cause us trouble? And I'm just thinking of the past, and I'm like, <laughs> "Perhaps." I'm like, "No, no." He's Did they like, ask you that? Yeah, they asked me. They were like, "Will he cause us trouble? <laughs> like, will I regret this?" Who uh, told you that, the administrator? The, the uh yeah, like vice principal. The vice Damn. principal, she was like, Will he cause us trouble? And I'm like, No. I'm just thinking about like all this shit. Nah, nah, he's he's a good guy. <laughs> he's a very nice guy, dude. I mean he's my best friend. And she's like, All right, cool, I'll find I'll sign it. And I'm like, Let's go, Billy. You coming and then like uh, later on it lined up that Isaac was like, Guys, my grandma gave me some money so I could go to grad night. We're like, oh, Let's shit. go And then fucking COVID. And we're like, Fuck <laughs> Yeah. Man. That's one thing I wish we could have done is at least like gone to Disneyland. Just those memories. Oh well. You guys could have just gone to Disneyland. I feel. Yeah, we could. We we could have, but we did other shit instead. I mean, I don't know, especially because of the band trips and all the times I've been to Disneyland. I I was over it. Yeah. I didn't. I don't. I don't think I ended up even signing up for the grad night thing because it was just a pain in the ass. It's like, man, I don't want to give more money to this school. <laughs> Not that I paid my band fees or anything, but, you know. I mean, where where would you go nowadays? What is the, the big trip you would plan nowadays? What is it? Where is it you want to go? I mean, we always talk about hiking up there to Sequoia. Yeah, we, I would love to do one of those trips because those trips are pretty sick. Because it's like, I don't know. Have 30 pounds on your back. Hike seven miles, eight miles to a lake in Sequoia where all the redwood trees are. It's a good, it's a good gig. <laughs> Make good money. It's a good gig. Make some money. It's a good trip. Take some shrooms. They, they do want to take shrooms. They are shroom enjoyers. Shroomage. We can give you there's shroomage. these there's these capsules, right? They sell them at dispensaries where it's just 
each capsule it's like a little pill like if you're taking like a antibiotic it's basically each capsule is 0.25 grams of shrooms and if you only take one of those it's really just a microdose really it's you don't really feel too much you kind of feel a little bit change in your thinking but other than that you can drive while taking that much you can drive trust me i mean unofficially <laughs> you can drive. <laughs> Off the record, you can, in fact, drive. You can, in fact, drive on only 0.25 grams of psilocybin. But you can just down those. You can take two of them, have 0.5 or three, you know. it's If you're to take them, I recommend you do it that way. Because you can only take, you can take like 0.5 or 0.75. And it won't be that much, but you'll still feel a little bit. Damn, I don't know we turned into the Joe Rogan podcast. Joe Rogan. Talk about military, and then shrooms. Military drugs. Because the government doesn't want to legalize them, man. They just want to legalize them. When they're helping a lot of people. They can also fuck up people, but with great power comes great responsibility. Ego death. Oh. <laughs> Such rebuilding oneself. Do you think you'd be down to take fuck point no. five or like point two, like a little bit? No. Why not? Dude. Just a little bit. Dude, I am... You saw how it was with just caffeine, dude. Like I'm not. Like what do you mean? Are you comparing caffeine to fucking shrooms, dude? Yeah, I am. No. Yeah, at least with caffeine, I'm still in my state of mind. But yeah, I still get anxious. I'm like, damn. It's caffeine. It's not. It's not affecting your. Well, your yeah, but up. if I can't handle caffeine, I don't think I can fucking handle shrooms. We won't know it's until you try. I mean, I won't push you to take them, unless <laughs> you're feeling comfortable. But I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm getting. That's what I'm getting. It's like. I just want to know why. I just want to understand more. No, I just don't think I'm in that yeah, good of a spot. If I'm Would you do it for the podcast? If I'm already trying to be, if I'm already having a tough time trying to improve myself as it is now and facing some of the shit I want to face, I don't think shrooms would be that helpful. Uh, so acid. God, you gotta <laughs> take. So you got to take now. I just don't want to trip. Come on, it's fun. Well, good time. I'm not going to push you, but you should totally do it. <laughs> I'm not peer pressuring you, but is it working? <laughs> <laughs> what was the other topic, Damien? The, there's, I have to, I have to pick them randomly. I don't know. Do you, do you, do you, do you, do you want to use another one? Because apparently I'm the only one that comes up with them. So we'll just ju- choose a number one through five. One through five, everybody. One through five. Three. Three. I'll go three. You also go three. All right. Since the advances in AI technology, especially the AI memes that have been going around, Kanye singing whatever the fuck, <laughs> and SpongeBob and characters. Chris Griffin. What do you think about AI? Good, bad? Thoughts? Generally? I think it's good. But like everything else, you know, it just needs to be used right. Because a lot of people are arguing like, oh, it can be used like in a very bad way, or it can like create devices that are bad. But it's like, bro, <laughs> there's so much shit you can do that's still bad, like just with what we have now. Yes, that is true. Which is like, I know there's a talk about it going around where it's like the AI therapy ones that are getting fucky around right now. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> like that's it's like one one of the exam or one of the things that was going around 
was like uh people with like an eating disorder uh they would at some point the bot would talk to them and be like here's a diet plan like bro i don't think you get it (laughs) you should start counting your calories i mean because it's like i don't know for the human mind i think that's something different because it's like different things work on different people you know it's like some some come in with the same problem but like so you're saying they should have ai therapists (laughs) No, I wouldn't say therapists <laughs> are the way to go. I don't know. That's a, that's a hard thing to imagine. Like, just an AI, like, compiling everything just to say, I know the best response to tell you that would help you. And generally, like, you would listen and agree with, and you would use to improve yourself. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine that. Because, like, even looking for a therapist now, you know, it's just like, oh, you have to have the good therapist, you know. And they're all saying, like, the right shit, you know? Like, sometimes they'll say, like, the right thing, and you're just like, honestly, I just don't like you. I don't vibe with this relationship. So, like, just to have that but one AI, maybe with, like, a multiple personality thing, but I don't know. I don't think it'd work. It just depends, because as language models improve, it's going to come to a point where we can do the turning test, and people won't be able to distinguish a human talking to them or an AI talking to them. Yes. It's like how a lot of people say, right now is the worst it'll ever be. And once we reach the point of no return, it's like, ooh, Terminator was a good movie. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I think I read up one where it's like, I guess some guy, like his mother passed away, like, randomly. And uh, he never got to say goodbye. So he got this AI to read all the text messages and stuff from them talking, right? And so he was talking to the AI and basically, like, having it pretend to be his mom so he could say goodbye. And tell him he was like, honestly, it may not be the healthiest way to cope, but honestly, it helps me out a lot. So imagine getting to a point where we can take, like, 500 video clips of how you act, your personality, and then assemble it to create an AI personality bot that can just be you, but it's an AI. So people can ask it questions and it answer in the way that it believes you behave. I don't know. I don't think I'd like that at all. Would would content creators essentially exist in that kind of space? Where essentially y- you yourself could go online and choose this sort of content, but then pick apart bits that you want from different people. And suddenly it's a, it's another channel. Well, it's just there's a lot of different quirky. a lot of different <laughs> things in a content in content creation that I don't think AI can do. I think having AI as a a tool that you can help connect your community community with. So let's say you're a content creator and you want to be more impactful to your community because that's also me what you're doing as a content creator in social media is creating a community. And to have an AI, like, let's say, assistant or partner that can just, anyone in your community can go and ask questions about. And it can, uh, I feel like that's how it will be used later down the line. Like, a lot of people will just be able to use AI as a tool. Because right now with ChatGPT, because that's one of the biggest breakthroughs, I believe, right now, is just the accessibility and just people recognizing how much of a tool it can be in the way you learn, how you study. Because it depends on the question. Because right now, it just seems like Google. Like, you can ask any question, and it will treat it like Google. It's like, oh, how many cows are there on the earth? And like Google, it can give you an answer. But 
not only what it can do is let's say you want to you want to travel around Europe, right? You want to travel around Europe and you want to stop at certain spots, and you have a certain time frame. And instead of you you yourself creating a travel plan, you can just ask ChatGPT, you can ask it to like the certain points you want to visit and the time frame and the order of places you want to go to and it can just create a travel plan for you that's a service it's like not only is it just giving you information it's also providing a service that can be really powerful and not more convenient for just the human population and i think as time goes on it's just going to be more recognized and it can even change how we learn as a society just be having ai Will we reach the point of cyberpunk where we get those helmets strapped onto our brains and we learn? I think that would be really great. Because to be able to talk to an AI and be able to learn from it like a, you would a teacher, that seems like an ultimate, like a big service. Because it just, it, I don't know, it's, it's hard because it's, we won't. I don't know what it's going to be like in the next 20 years. I don't know how it's going to evolve. Right now, it's just, I know it's just, one of probably many breakthroughs that's going to happen before we reach, let's say, a singularity where we both combine with one another, where humans combine with AI. Become this mecha, flesh mecha. Because it's interesting because with recently, this was a few weeks ago where Elon Musk, was it? His um his chip, what was it called? Do you remember the name, Alex? Oh, the... Neuralink. Neuralink. Yeah. It was approved for human study, so now they will be able to test it on humans. But at, p at its core, it was really meant to, let's say, help people with brain diseases. Maybe they're they're paralyzed to a certain point in their parts of the body. It can just help fix those certain things, like by stimulating different parts of the brain to activate it. But the future is, and hopefully what they want to, like, let's say you're blind. Let's say they can, there's certain, like, things they can do t in your brain to help activate your eyes to make you see or help just with certain, like, born diseases. <laughs> that Just, like, you forgot to update your drivers, bro. <laughs> oh, you didn't pay the subscription? Oh, you lose your eyesight. I think that's the dystopian future where you, you have all these abilities, but it's just because you've been implanted with something. But ultimately, that's the goal with the future of it is not only to fix people that have disabilities, but to monopolize it. Not monopolize, but just enhance human capabilities. Because think about one thing that I remember hearing about Elon, when Elon Musk was talking about it on what possibly the future is for it is, let's say, how we, how we consume information. How we just, every time we read an article on our phone, let's say we're scrolling, we're scrolling. It takes time not only to scroll through our phone and then read with our eyes and process information like that. Instead of doing like that, we just instantly, the article's imprinted into our brains. It's instantly like, it's, it's processed as fast as a computer processes a calculation for a math equation or problem. Yeah, I could see that. And the way we consume and how fast we are to process information is a game changer but i think processing versus understanding are essentially different because ultimately if we come to the same understanding then there's no difference on how fast we process something i think it's just 
the same things now, just a second faster, really. A second faster? I would think so. Well, to be able to... Because you can learn something quickly, but for you to understand it is something else. I think once once it comes to how uh, something that upgrades, essentially, how people understand things, as opposed to just giving people an answer. It's like how people use Alexa now. It's like, oh, what's this? And they just gives you an answer, but no reasoning, unless you ask for it. Yeah. It's just like, it, it'll get to the point that it has to, where it's just like, you ask this thing, and it gives you the information around it and it. And you come to a complete understanding. Instead of being like, I know why. I know why. I know what X plus B equals Y is, but I don't know why X or Y B. You know? It's just, there's more holes. Eventually, it's a different means to fill the hole. Maybe understand. Fuck, it's bright. My phone's bright. Your phone died? My phone's bright as fuck. Would you get implanted? I don't know. It's very freaky. Because it's like, to be implanted, if someone were to find some way to fuck with that. Someone's fucking me in the brain. Yeah, do you show me fucking me in the brain? And I'm like, I don't like someone's fingers in my fucking brain, you know? Thing is, like, as much as Neuralink and stuff like that is, like, there's a lot of possibilities to it. It's just that idea of just, like, fuck, dude. I won't really be entirely me, you know? Like, I get it for those people that, like, have... Like, maybe if they had disabilities and stuff like that. Like, yeah, to help out. But like for because the they're broken. <laughs> they're broke. <laughs> I mean, it's like, because they don't choose to be like that, you know? It's like, and if they had the chance, I mean, maybe they'd choose it. I mean, some people are just happy with the way they are, you know? Like some deaf folks are just fine with being deaf, and they don't really want to do that. But maybe some of them would want to experience that, like some of the beauties that people have described to them, you know? Like, if you were to describe music to a deaf person. Oh, speaking of that. Weird, weird leap in logic here. The synthesia. Have you ever heard of that? I feel like I have. Where uh, people are able to visualize colors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or like visualize, visualize sound. Visualize and visualize mixed things. up with each other. Yes. They say, not they say, I heard. Asses are like that. <laughs> Damn, Shawty's asses are red, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see them sense waves. They, yeah, I don't know where I saw it, but somewhere it said that um, that synthesia could be the normal, like it's something that someone could develop rather than have, you know. Like it's a trait that human beings can have if they if they train it essentially. Would you want synthesia? Uh, no. <laughs> Think oh. about it. I think it'd be cool. But like, like, how would you? Because I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's like a oh, I could taste that like, color. Like, because you're, because you're essentially learning it, right? Yeah, but I'm saying like, okay, so like, what, would my eyesight now be only sound? Well, it's like you could. Oh, it's so like it's an like option. Oh, uh, so it's like infrared. I feel like seeing red infrared. today. <laughs> just like turning on the MVGs. Boop. I think since it's used, just a different way to experience. Me, let's say music. Me turning on my synthesizer to see my wife cheating on me. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I can, I can see her cheating in all five senses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it'd be interesting. 
Just a little perk. Just I'd like, ah, I wonder what this orange looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Would orange look like an orange? What does yellow smell like? <laughs> piss. That's <laughs> all you think about. Piss, piss. What does that orange smell like? Piss. <laughs> Red piss. This <laughs> one guy is broken. It's like all he thinks about is piss. It's just piss. Everything he sees, feels, tastes, hears is piss. My life is filled with piss constantly. Constant suffering with piss. So, so what would be the first cybernetic implant you guys would get? Yeah, what what is your cyberpunk implant, Alex? Let's go. Would it be something like your eyes, your cock, your arms, your cock, your legs, your back? Well, like, what do you mean by that? Like implant? Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm getting like a machine part. Yeah. Yeah. Like something that will enhance your ability in a certain part of your body. You're I getting think it could be your senses. It can be physical like abilities. I think if anything, it just reflexes. That's it. Oh, okay. Better reflexes. Mm. Your fast twitch muscle fibers. But if that shit fucks up. I'm sure I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> the Why mega seizure. Oh, you, Damien? Which cybernetic implant would be your first one to go? What part of your body would you give up the first? Well, dystopia. I don't know. It's hard. That's a hard one. Cause it's like, what utility would I want? Yeah. What about you, Milan? I'll think about it. Your eyes. My eyes. Your eyes. Probably get sensors. Sensors. My eyes. Be able to zoom in. Have like or a different aspect for each eye. Maybe night vision. Aspect ratio. What? No. Aspect ratio. Oh, yes. Like a Christopher Nolan movie. It's like a POV. Like your POV keeps getting zoomed out. So you can, like, see, like, everything. Like, you <laughs> just nose and everything. <laughs> but, yeah. Probably my eyeballs, like, where it can just be an empath, you know? We can just sense emotion. <laughs> I can <laughs> see your emotions. I can see that you're mad. For <laughs> <laughs> fucking fuming me at after me. after beating up the homeless person, I see you are in pain. But, yeah. Something that can... Just give me more information about the world I like around me, like probably like being able being able to zoom in, night vision, infrared. <laughs> Damn, check that girl out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's not even like uh, a discreet one. It's like you just see like the fucking like the zoom <laughs> of his eyeballs. Like you get like, <laughs> like it's like it's like the camera where it's like the the lens kind of extrudes. <laughs> it's like damn, check the ash on that one. <laughs> you get like a thermal imaging. You look through the wall. Damn, she clapped her cheeks through the wall. <laughs> Shotty trifling over there. You see all the stuff that's not in code and walls. I'm like, up. Oh, that's gonna be a problem. I'm gonna call me in the inspector. I'm gonna get a fine on this house. Shit. I think I would do something like hand related or feet related. Have like multi tools on your hands. <laughs> Yeah, that. Oh, uh, I thought it like music. Oh, th- I guess that too. Like more dexterity. More dexterity. Yeah, so I can masturbate two cocks. Exactly. Four cocks at the same time. <laughs> they just extrude out and extend to different fingers Ooh. and you type at Ooh. 250 <laughs> words per minute. Um, or, or be like a ninja with my feet things. Your feet things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have like... A super oh. jump? That's like the ability, like a Genji. <laughs> His feet are weird. They got like silent steps and the big jump. 
That's one game you need to beat, though, Alex. You need to finish Cyberpunk. You need to finish Red Dead, dude. You need to finish Red Dead 2. That's, I can't believe you didn't finish that game, man. There are so many games I need to finish. You need to, you need to finish your education, Amelia. Shut the fuck up. That's what oh, my God. <laughs> but, dude, Red Dead 2 is a goaded game. It's a game that is really emotionally draining. But a great experience. Yeah. Especially the music. You have to, like, the music in that game is so good. You know what else is emotionally draining? My wife. <laughs> <laughs> my again, damn bro. wife. Sammy, how you gave her two black eyes with one hand? <laughs> I hate her so much. That's why I enjoy working my 58-hour work days. <laughs> the ball crusher <laughs> factory. <laughs> I love that video so much when they're interviewing those people from the 1980s about their thoughts on the government passing legislator on drinking and driving. And they're just like, man, what's wrong? I just, after a long day of work, I just want to have a beer or two. What's wrong with that? And the lady in the car, she's like, man, we're turning into a communist country. It's just, it's so funny how far we've come. Especially, I remember there was a lot of resistance, that resistance too with seatbelts also. They're just like, damn, we're really devolving into a communist authoritarian country. We gotta wear a seatbelt now. Damn, I can't crash and die if I want to. Goddamn yeah. liberals. You're taking everything away from me. You got like me. a gorilla buckle. Like What's next? What's next? I can't jump into the gorilla habitat. Bastards. The world would be a better place if we didn't kill the gorilla. The monkey. It was the canon event of our universe. That's where it all went wrong. Harambe. Well, it was what? No, seven years ago, man. That happened to go. Since what was it? Cincinnati Zoo. Zoo. Cincinnati Zoo. Cincinnati Zoo. Cincinnati. Where the fuck, fuck is Cincinnati? Fuck. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. <laughs> it's happening. That's why you do that. It's neural happening. <laughs> my neural link's <laughs> malfunctioning. <laughs> it's gonna upload him a fanboy porn. <laughs> oh. You pass him the five G tower and get yeah. uploaded with. Back to, the <laughs> back to the knurling. Like, I'm thinking more about it right now. Just, yeah, we it may take the same amount of time to understand and about your thoughts about the article, but being able to read it, let's like, like your eyes physically are reading every word, but to be able to process and know the whole story and every word of what happened in the article within like less than a second, and then okay, now that you absorb the information, now you can think about it. I think that would just that sh eventually that just shaves off a ton of time. Look, think about all the hijacking you can do with that. You just walk on the street. Yeah, you, you, got, you got, got like uh, a, you got VPN, a, dude. <laughs> you just like you walking this down the street. This is sponsored by NordVPN. <laughs> Express sponsor. Imagine that that scenario where you learn, you read something in that kind of instance, and you're just walking down the street, and some random dude just <laughs> flashes <laughs> flashes something right in front Pushes of you. This is a flash drive in your head. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it becomes like the those those edits of the, the galaxy being shown, and then it's like it's like some like the greatest unknown man-made horrors on like a page, and they just show it to you, and you're like, oh, <laughs> oh gosh, this will get him. Who am I now? Prank of John. Oh yeah, imagine <laughs> just yeah, having uh something like an like eye transplants for your eyes and just. Being able to talk to someone in a foreign language because you could just see the translation 
I'm talking to you. <laughs> I could finally go to Japan and see <laughs> the subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a possibility to just connect people <laughs> all different cultures. I only go to Japan sub, not dubbed. <laughs> Any other experience is whack. Because it's a, it's a weird thing to think about. Just like, we only, like, you guys speak Spanish. So you guys have Spanish and English. Who said? You speak Spanish. Who said? Maybe broken, but it works. You can get your point across. <laughs> but just thinking about the billions of people we just don't have access to talk to. <laughs> I think that that opens the door to whole or women to talk to. <laughs> Getting rejected a hundred times more. <laughs> Passport more. I think it opens the door to different kinds of relationships and more conflict at the same time. More conflict. Would you? Wouldn't you stem that? Wouldn't you think that? Because it's like more conflict stems from not being able to communicate with each other. I think it comes hand in hand, because it's like at the conflict that it is right now, right? We have the highest level talking to each other, and if we just had people on the street talking to each other, I think more conflict would come out of that rather than resolution most of the time. Because you, you you look at it here, right? Someone with the sl- with the whoever who gets even slightly slighted, right? We'll just go off on somebody else for saying something stupid. So you think there would be more conflict if people did were, were able to communicate with each other than not communicate with each other? I think there would be more conflict than there is now. Uh, but I don't know. But I think there would be more <laughs> resolution, <laughs> though. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But Alex has been on his phone this whole time, bro. Bro, I'm just not a fan of the Neuralink conversation. And he has no topics to bring to the table. Well, we're not even talking about Neuralink. We're just talking about speaking other languages. Yeah, it's, it's Joe Rogan oh. talk. What was I going to say? Uh, but I think... Like wrong I, I just think there would be more conflict stemming from the fact that people can't be able to... They won't be able to communicate with each other. I think when people can't conf- contact... Fuck. I lost the word. Looks like a bottle's getting to me. <laughs> Right. I think the the <laughs> I lost it. I'm not even gonna try anymore. If anything, cultural differences would cause up multiple conflicts because it's like the way some person may phrase something can be insulting to the other person. Like one instance, like tipping in Japan restaurants. I think the way the world is now, but more of it, not but more. I w- I wouldn't say greater greater violence than resolution, but just more of both sides essentially. The level would be higher. I think when you don't, you're not able to communicate Tower with somebody. Tower Babylon vibes. When you're not able to communicate Babylon with someone. Babylon these nuts. <laughs> when you're not able to communicate with someone, it's just, there's a big separation in the of two individuals. There's an othering effect. When you can't Maybe there's a good reason for that. <laughs> when you can't communicate with someone, it's just. I think there's just something. Uh, th- then again, there's always some people you just don't, you won't talk to. I just can't communicate, period. I just don't want to talk to you. I can't even communicate in English. I expect me to communicate in Mandarin. Fuck. Fuck. Universal YouTube would come out of that. I mean, what do we already have? YouTube? Universal? Well, no, because you can't watch Chinese YouTube. You don't get it. You can. It's I mean, just you can, but you the, the algorithm. Subtitles. Yeah, like if but you watch more Chinese YouTubers, if you watch more Chinese YouTubers, it will recommend 
more Chinese YouTubers. There is more content people. in this region that is locked. That's why you use a VPN. Change Brought your to you by today. <laughs> I think there's just like things. Damn, that dog is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Got that dog in him. Yeah, dead dog. <laughs> that dog is gone. I don't know. Universal YouTube, where there's no subtitle. Only understanding. Uh. Then would content change? Because essentially everyone understands each other at that point. Content. Like Alex said earlier, there's ultimately going to be... as we're s- A lot of people are still dictated by their cultural values. And I don't see those breaking down for a long time. All right, Alex. What culture do you hate? <laughs> I don't even need it. Don't get me started. <laughs> no, I it's got like a list. It's like, because like over here in the Western world, it's like only now is it starting to be like okay for like women to start dressing like more open. I like showing more skin. Well, it's like we're, we're considered a more conservative country. So you need to dress appropriately and stuff. All over there in Japan, it's like, no, nah, it's it's fine to dress like, like that with short <laughs> skin and stuff like that. So it's like, so if you see some like, old white guy in line with some Japanese, and like they're dressed up in the way that he doesn't approve, he might tell them like, oh, it's so horrible, you know? Like, this, why would you dress like that? Like, like don't you want to be taken seriously or like do you not like? Do you not feel ashamed? Do you not feel ashamed? Well, to them, it's like perfectly fine. They're like, why the fuck would you even say this shit? How dare you talk to me? Like, dude, it's like you're over here with the shitty ass two dollar flip flops. <laughs> fucking, I can see your fucking belly button from that beer bottle fucking you have, and you're telling me shit. I know you're not telling me shit. <laughs> I think Twitter would get worse. Twitter would definitely get worse. But Twitter is always getting worse, dude. It's finding new ways to get Twitter worse, gets worse every fucking day. It's crazy. I mean, it's been pretty bad. It's always, <laughs> it's always been, been bad, bad but it's, it's, int- it's a cool. It's cool on how Twitter, because after being on Twitter for a while, it's just the way it recommends you new people or just connects you, like with the people you follow. It's showing not only the people's you follow's content, but people, they retweet other, like, and then other recommendations now. It kind of, it's like, it's based off an algorithm, and it's really, it can be boring sometimes, because it might recommend you shit you just don't like, and you're just like, what the fuck is this doing on my page? I'm tired of seeing this shit. Who even are you people? Who, show me this guy's balls. But, Twitter's fun. I think Twitter's a fun play. I don't post on there. There's so much thirst. There's thirst trapping everywhere. Ever since Randolph showed us. Ah, our friend. Like, cause Randolph, like when we were around 15, we were in group chats where he would send us pictures of how we think about these certain women. And at the time, the very first time, we were just like, oh, she's pretty cute. You know, this girl, she's pretty attractive. And then the next reply is, she got a dick, bro. (laughs) That's not a woman. And that's the concept of, like, traps were introduced. It just, now... Every time someone sends me a picture of a woman, it's guilty until proven innocent. She's a man until proven otherwise. Until I see no Adam's apple. Until I see that there's no bulge. She's a man. Perfectly submissible. Everyone's a man until I say so. Yeah. 
The girl flirting at me in class. You're a dude. You're a dude. <laughs> this is <Sign> why. Sigh <laughs> up. Sigh up. <laughs> this is why I have high charisma with all women. <laughs> I think everyone is a dude. <laughs> so, Alex, where do you want to bring this now? Clearly, you must have found a topic while scrolling through your phone this whole time. It's just Spider-Man. It's all Miguel O'Hara, dude. It's fucking milkers. Have you seen everyone's just been? Oh yeah, I have not. I have not watched Spider-Man. It's it's a good movie. It just got blue balled by it. Balls. Wait, yeah. wait. Did, didn't I talk about this last time? I would remember. I would remember. When was your last last episode? When did you guys film last? May. The beginning of oh May. Oh yeah, no, I've been fucked, man. <laughs> yeah, so. It's just like it's a good movie, but I didn't expect the plot to like, albeit it's a two-parter, you know, because into the Spider-Verse there's the movie. It's like there's the like oh here's the conflict. It's resolved. Okay, to be continued. Oh cool, there's now this new character. I wonder what that's gonna bring. But this one's like, all right, all right, okay. It's kind of a mess. It's kind of a mess, but I'm enjoying it. And it's like, man, this movie's been taking a while. I wonder how they're gonna they're gonna finish this. To be continued. And I'm like, God, no, no, my dude, really, like yeah. really. Once we realized we were in, he was in the wrong dimension. I was like, damn, this movie's long. He still yeah. has to get back. He still got to fight the doc, dude. How the hell is he gonna like, wrap this all up? It's like this movie's only two hours. Yeah, it's like, man, like we've been here for like at least an hour and a half, you know. Oh, so he's going back to his dimension and he's gonna stop the antagonist. Cool. He's in the wrong. Okay, so I was gonna get back home within 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Tubi gets rizzed up by his alternate re- fucking self. It's like, all right, Tubi contondered. And I'm like, dude. Were you really pissed off about that blue ball ending? Yeah, I was because I didn't ex- I didn't know it was a two-parter because everyone was hyping it up. They're like, dude, it is the best movie of the year. It is the movie of all time. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I mean, if it's that good, I'll go see it. And I'm expecting like, I mean, and it's like, it's cool. It was very messy, though, in my opinion. Like, it was very messy. Like, the art style is, like, I get that they're trying to, like, push it. But, dude, it's, like, like the scene with, like, Gwen Stacy looking at her dad. <laughs> and, like, the <laughs> background keeps changing. Dude, it's so... F- I started laughing because every time I did it, it just gets a close-up. I was looking at his thick lips. And I was, like, every time <laughs> he fucking changes back to Gwen's dad, I was, like, it's another fucking color, bro, in the back. Yeah, it's, like, like it's, it's, it's really like white with... White. Gradient, orange, like yeah, like gradient, pink. It's it's like it reminds me of that one show where but like, dad. it's like it reminds me of that one clip where it's like every single time they go up, like back to the black dude, he's wearing the hat in a different direction. <laughs> like that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> and it was cool. And it's like also Miles was like bodying every spider person. I was like, come on, you are not telling me this one fifteen-year-old can beat fucking thousands of spider people. It's just, I don't find his character very interesting. It's because he's black, isn't he, Miller? No, that's <laughs> it. That's it. That's, that's the reason. It. The Miller's canceled. You're I not going to MEPS. I just, I just don't understand why people like him so much. I, I mean, love... Just it's like, I think it's just because he's a different type of character, you know? Or he's not, like, super smart, but he's just, like, he's a he literal... He is super smart. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's implied he's super smart, but he doesn't do, like, like, where it's, like, oh, and, like, other Spider-Man's like, oh, well it's, like, if I do this, if I do... Like, in the Spider-Man No Way Home, where it's, like, what does he say? It's, like, oh, it's, like, it's the golden ratio or something like that? It's, like, oh, it's the golden ratio. It's, like, if you, like, like count the square root, if you, like, carry the E to the other side, like, that shit. Where he's, like, he's a mathematician at that point. 
which I'm sure is bullshit, but like, like he doesn't do that stuff, you know, or like at least in like Amazing Spider-Man where it's like he's developing his web fluid, he's developing all this shit, or like in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man where he was like he was a student, he was a college student, he was like he was studying this energy and shit like that with like uh what like he was reading papers where it's like he's a smart guy, but on this one it's like he's a regular teenager that gets like wasn't supposed to be Spider-Man, but he turns into Spider-Man. And he's really like and he is smart. And he wants to do, like, these things. Like, it's implied he's smart. But in reality, a lot of people can relate to him because he's just a teenager. Like, he still has those emotions that, like, like he's still, like, like what is the, what do they call it? Quip? Quip? Quip something. Or, like, he has, like... Yeah, he has... He's very uh, charismatic with the one-liner quips. Yeah, yeah, that's like one of the things about Spider-Man is his humor is quick-witted. Like one-liners, he, he says. Yeah, he's like your he's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. That's what it is. That's what it's so great about it. Well, that's the reason. That's the whole point of Spider-Man. It's it's the it's hope, it's perseverance, it's sacrificing yourself for the greater good. That's ultimately the big themes when it comes down to Spider-Man, and that's why he's so interesting of a character, like that pool. I think that's why Spider-Man Two from the Sam Raimi series is probably my favorite. Just because you really just get to see the hard choices Spider-Man has to make to to not just to the sacrifice he has to make to be Spider-Man, and it's ultimately deciding on if he wants to take on those sacrifices or not. Yeah, because like, I mean, at any point Spider-Man could have put it down. You know, he could have put down the mask, but like, I don't want to be Spider-Man. Like, I want to enjoy my life. I want to do like, or he could have been ultimately selfish and just be like. Honestly, this person can go fuck themselves. I'm having a nice dinner with this woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know? And the thing is, is like, because he only works so well in Manhattan because of the buildings. But, like, because yeah. of that, he's not, like, he's not, like, cause. Well, I know there's, like, different Spider-Man, but I'm sure cosmic level. But it's, like, he's not... <sighs> excuse me. It's not, he's, he's not, like, he's, he's not, like, I can see all, I can save this. Like, he saves the town, but he's still, like, like burglars to him are still very like oh like he doesn't he doesn't forget about the small guy you know and like the way he like even moves about in the city like he takes the train he'll like he'll just walk around like in a suit just like just a normal person because to him he's still like I'm no different than everyone you know it's a, it's a, it's I think that's the reason why Spider Man is just so like a good character for everyone is because it, it's something that everyone can relate to where it's like everyone wants to be a good person but everyone also has like their wants. And ultimately, when they get something that's to their benefit, they have to think of a way to actually, like, be responsible with it. But some people don't want to, you know. They, but to understand the responsibility with it comes sacrifice, which is why Spider-Man is such, like, a cool character, in my opinion. And just him being super friendly and super, like, hopeful, you know. Charismatic. Like, super care. Like, even after all the shit, like, Uncle Ben dying, not getting with his, like, his crush... You know, like, all these people that he cares about, you know, like, going through the most traumatic shit, you know, he's still, like, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be a positive force in this world. It's, 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 it's a real, it's a cool thing, in my opinion. It's a cool thing for, like, no matter what happens to you, you ultimately still want to be a good person. Yeah. If they come out with this new movie, I kind of hope they stick through. Killing Miles' dad. Not, not <laughs> only, not maybe, yeah, killing his dad what? and having him having to live with it. But another possible thing they can do is he saves his dad, and a whole fucking universe dies. 
and him nah, having fuck to that. I love my dad. <laughs> because ultimately, that's what Miguel was trying to tell him. It's like, listen, dude, you want to break these gang events? You're going to break the web that connects us all together, killing billions upon billions of people. It's like, you're going to be destroying the fabric of time and space. It's just, I, just, I understand he's young and he thinks he can save his dad and everyone, but I really hope they punish him for that, for his, in some way, either by having his dad die or him saving his dad and having to deal with the consequences of his actions. But I like, really hope they're just like, oh, you're able to save your dad? And also, wow, the universe is safe too. Oh, man. High five. We did it. There's no consequences. You were right. But, I mean, you that could would, just save your dad. But that would be against Spider-Man, though. Because Spider-Man isn't only about like the greater number. It's about you know saving as everyone. It's about saving everyone. That's what goes against Spider-Man. And that's why like like even in the game, what was it? Shattered Dimensions or like it was it was the time one where it's like it was between 2099 and the. Uh, there's edge. Of, there's Shattered Dimensions. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like or Edge and of then Time. There's Edge of Time. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like Spider-Man's like you you don't get. Like it's like if, like knowing that someone is suffering or die, and not doing anything, is like if you if you do that you're not Spider-Man. You can't uh, you don't understand what it means to be Spider-Man. While Miguel O'Hara is like fine with killing and stuff, Spider-Man's like or Peter Parker is like no like every life is valuable. You know like that's why I just can't like even if it is for the greater good. It's like if I didn't find some way to at least save this person, I I could never forgive myself because I like everyone deserves a chance. So at least if they, I feel like if they emphasize that more, where it's like, did you even try to find a way? Like did I can you understand like him wanting to save his dad, and him pushing to save his dad. I'm just hoping the movie will have like his actions will have great consequences either way. Either he loses his dad, or I uh, billions of people. Would I don't think it's gonna happen because it's like one, everyone's rooting for Miles. But it's, it's also like it's a pussy way to go out. It's like ah yeah, you're able to save your dad, and no like just no one dies in general. There's no consequences. It just makes me think like oh yeah, it's all gonna be good in the end. You do the right thing, and everything's everything good's gonna happen. <laughs> the one Spider-Man that gets a good ending. <laughs> I just don't know why, because in, in the scene right, like they're they're chasing Miles on the train, and 2099 Miguel Harold just like gets him. He's like you're a failure. You weren't even supposed to be Spider. And he rips into him. Like, like not like, actually, but like, he like, just insults him. Like, he tells him, like, you're inferior. And I'm like, what the fuck is the point? Of, like, he's just a hater at this point. Like, that's the one thing I didn't like that they did to like, because like, he's supposed to be the understanding person where it's like, I'm doing the, like, I'm making the most logical choice. So, of course, it has to come to his understanding that like, Miguel no, Miguel. Like that, Miles wants to save his dad, and that obviously, like, because him being like what, sixteen, fifteen? Yeah, like it's a, like him, it's a hard thing to understand. He wants to save him, but then he just straight up told him like, "You're a failure. You, you're not even supposed to be Spider-Man." Or it's like, no, like if you asked every Spider-Man, they're like, "I didn't have a choice to be Spider-Man. I just got bit by the fucking spider, and I became Spider-Man." Like, it, like they'd all be like, "What the fuck," you know? And that to to me that was a huge plot hole. Is that Miguel told him, "Hey, your dad's gonna die." Because then he got that vision, like, "Oh, something's gonna happen." Miguel's like, he could just be like, "Oh, we'll figure it out." Then we'll figure it. Out. He told him, like, "Your dad's gonna die." That is your canon event. Well, I mean, even even in the movie, Miguel O'Hara is an anomaly of a character. Yeah. Wait. Because the original twenty ninety nine wasn't like that either. Because who he is in the movie is. 
kind of different from what he's based off of for the comics. Because oh. the comics, Spider-Man is, 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 there are aspects that changed. I can't remember what they are anymore. I don't get it. Because I thought in 2099, he was, there's multiple Spider-Men in 2099. Yeah. Yeah, so like he just became one of them. It's just like, then the one that he, he's based off of for the movie, I don't remember. Words. But I mean, there's a lot of anomalies, you know? It's like, because, like, the thing is, like, so you change an entire fucking future. Like, and Miles is, like, the original where the spider came from, there was supposed to be a Spider Man. And there became no Spider Man. I thought that would break down the entire fucking universe, you know? And then Miles being bitten by that either it evened itself out by killing the other Peter Parker. Or it's just like he just wasn't supposed to. Like that in itself should have broken the fucking universe. You know? It's like because he wasn't supposed to get bitten and the other one already had. So uh, to me, there's just like, there's there's some plot holes to it. And it's like either, a lot of people have been saying it's just like he's an unreliable narrator. Or it's like even Miguel doesn't understand everything. That there's going to be some way that he doesn't understand it. But to me, it's just like, but to go back to your question, it's like, I don't understand why Miles is such a lovable character for people. I think it's just because it's like, it's a different version of Spider-Man where it's just like, oh, he's very quippy. He's like, actually, nah. It's pretty much the same. It's boring. I don't know. His character's not very interesting to me. I know. Because I've seen that same Spider-Man over and over again. Because I know what you like in characters, which is like, they, they have to bear struggle. And through that struggle, what they come out of it really defines who they are. If there is no struggle, then there is no really character. Yeah, because Miles, like, Miles didn't lose his Ben. He didn't lose any, He hasn't lost anybody. What? Who did he lose? Uncle Eric. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he lost his Eric. I guess. But I mean, except that. <laughs> I mean, except that. I don't count. Yeah, that's like that's the equivalent to Uncle Ben. I guess. His Uncle name is literally Uncle Ben. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, like he lost his Uncle Ben. Like, to him, that's his Uncle Ben. So it's like... <laughs> I don't know. It's just not interesting at all. Like his loss is not interesting at all, and how he goes about it. I mean, because to me, like I guess you have a different. But to me, it's like because he really valued his uncle. Because his uncle was like allowing him to have artistic expression, you know. While his dad, being a cop, is like very strict on him, being like, "You have to go to school. You can't graffiti this. You can't do that." While his uncle is like, "Hey, man, if that's really what you want to do, like, yeah, we can find a spot for you to." Like, he's allowing him to express himself. So he's to the him, cool uncle. he is the cool uncle. He's the cool uncle, and like, he's the uncle that's like broke rules and stuff. So it's like to him, he's like, "Oh, he understands me if I want to go, if I want to rebel," you know. And for him to be that figure to him, and then later on find out like he's actually a a bad guy, and he was the one that killed Spider Man. Like he was the one involved with killing Spider-Man. I, to him, it's like it's a it's an emotional thing for him. You know, it's like not only did you like let me down, and you almost tried to kill me, but you were the one like you liked me this entire time, and while also trying to like just still be this nice person, like acting like this person that. Hold on, give us a sec. Yeah, so it's like ultimately. Oh god, yeah, yeah. So ultimately, it's it's a loss for Miles, you know. It's it's not something simple, you know. And even though that's why they have the mural, it's like rest in peace, like rest in power, you know, Uncle Aaron. So to me, it's a it's it is a loss, and I get what you mean. It's just supposed to like hit heavy, but even then, like Uncle Ben in the Sam Raimi series, in the Raimi series, yeah. like that, that wasn't was a huge loss for me, in my opinion. I was just like, okay, 
but I didn't connect to Uncle Ben that much. What I do you mean? Like it comes. I mean, yeah, keep going. Keep yeah, going. yeah, like it, like it's just because like I didn't get enough time to connect with Uncle Ben. Like I understood like he's trying, he's trying to connect with Peter Parker, and like like with Peter just being like, like you guys like don't really understand me right now, you know? It's like and him just trying to be nice towards him. Like I get that, you know, and like to me that in itself was still like, oh, that sucks. But I didn't connect to Uncle Ben between like their relationship. I just understood that they're close to each other, and that's all you need to know. But I didn't really like see how they were close to each other. It's just those most powerful words he says. It's like most iconic throughout the whole series. Yeah, with great power comes great responsibility. That just plays through the whole trilogy. Like in the second one, it comes to that where he has to make great sacrifices if he wants to be Spider-Man. And in the third one, it's mostly about forgiveness with the Sandman that killed his uncle or was a part of it. Yeah. It just especially plays on it very well, like I said in the second one. Just the whole great power comes with great responsibility and you really feel that struggle he has with the sacrifice he has to make that just ruins his normal life just because of the sacrifices he has to make. But in the second one of this... I would have to rewatch the first Sp Into the Spider-Verse movie just because it's been a long ass time since I watched it. And so I can really connect on how Miles acts in the second one because of what happened to him in the first one. Well, this one it's more because he's like lonely, you know? Like, because when Peter Parker talked to Miles, he was like, oh, you're just like me. And, like, to him, it was also, like, also kind of relief, like, oh, someone can actually understand me. Because, like, this person didn't have a choice. And, like, Miles even tells him, like, I don't even want to be this way. He's like, well, you don't have a choice. He's like, I can, I can show you how to be Spider-Man. Just let me do this first. So, like, that gave Miles a bit of hope. I think that was the most interesting thing in the first one was the mentorship between Peter Parker and Miles. Yeah. Just because even the details, like you thought the famous detail of how they had Miles moving like 30 frames, like a, a very a slower speed that made him more look more clumsy with his actions than Peter, where they had him in a in a smoother uh, frame rate, where it just they put in a lot of detail to show the inexperiencedness of Miles compared to Peter Parker. And I thought the mentorship part of it was kind of fun i like it but like i said i have to rewatch it to really see how the development of miles in the first one affects him in the second one because yeah. to me it maybe it's probably just because my bad memory but i didn't really isn't i don't know because like see the point the way you can tell right like it's because like miles wanted to get kicked out of the school right because he's like i honestly don't feel like i belong here i don't want to be here because i feel like i don't belong with all these other smart kids this was the Nor first one I, yeah this was the first one, like, cause he, like, I remember he, he purposely got a zero on one of the exams so he can get kicked out, and the professor called him out on his bullshit, being like, the only way you can get a zero on this exam is if you try to get a zero. So, like, he gave him a hundred percent, and it's like, basically, it's like he's, they're trying to keep him in the school, but like Miles is like, ultimately, I don't belong. I don't feel like I belong, and you could see it in his family where it's like his dad was like super strict with him, and then Uncle Aaron being that, like, his, his, um, like, allowing him to like really like output himself where he's just like all right i'm a, i'm express myself but i'm express myself with um like with graffiti and tell it wasn't that bad you know then later on it's like now he gets bit with the spider or the by the spider and he gets the powers and now he feels even more outed you know like you could tell that by the day he goes into school he's like he's nervous like he doesn't know what's happening to him and like when he talks to gwen he's still like like he likes her 
but he's still extremely nervous because he still doesn't feel like he belongs. You know, and then later on, it's like he counters the spider people and they're telling him like, hey, well, this is what you're gonna have to do. He's like, all right, well, this is what you're gonna have to do, you know? And they tell him like, you have to be this way. You have to do this. Like, this is what Spider-Man does. Like, it's all natural. But you have to, and like, ultimately he doesn't, he isn't that person yet. And because he's not that person, he really struggles heavily with it. And then later on, it just comes to him where it's like, it's, he didn't get to choose it, but now he has these all these responsibilities and he's the only one that can't carry it. So you can say no entirely, like I don't want to, but regardless, it's either you do it or no one does it because you're the only one that can't do it. So then he, he finally gets the balls to fucking go do the thing and he saves everyone and he says goodbye to everyone, right? But then after that, he's still been like the Spider-Man and then it goes to like the second one where it's like he misses everyone. He wants to be with everyone again. Like he misses like being understood, which when Stacy comes back, you know, it's like, oh, nice. He's very happy, which is like by company. But then later on, it turns out, you know, like she was only there because she needed to go see the anomaly, you know, and then he feels betrayed. And ultimately, it comes down to, like, it kind of, to him, it feels like, I'd much rather be alone than be in bad company right now. Because all y'all are haters, bro. You guys fucking hate me. All y'all are haters. Like, y'all want me to get jumped. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> not. They jump at me. <laughs> they jump at me. Fuck back. Fuck back. Yeah. So it's like him being like, and so when everyone's telling him, like, you have to, it still stems off of the first one where it's like, you have to be this way. You have to do this. So when it comes to this, where it's like, it's, it's very in your face about it. It's like, you choose your own destiny, but it still stems off of that, where it's like, the, it, the development still hasn't changed, where it's like, he wanted, he's now becoming this person that, like, Spider-Man, but now he's like, but I want to be my version of Spider-Man. I want to be the Spider-Man that gets the happy ending. I want to be black. <laughs> I want to be black. It's like, I want to be the happy, like, I want to have my ending, you know, where ultimately he gets to choose, where it's like, and because he wants, like, and if you go to the other dynamic of him wanting to fit in, it's like in order for him to fit in with all these people, he has to make a decision that he ultimately hates. Regardless if it's like something he likes or he doesn't, it's like he has to make this decision in order to just fit in with all those people, which ultimately just decides, you know what, it's not even worth it. Like, cause I don't want to lose someone I really care about just to be part of the society. Like, I don't care about really, like, I like you guys, but it's like, if you guys are making me choose this, like, why would I want to stay with you guys? Like, I'll just be my own thing. Like, I don't care if I'm alone. I'll just be fine with the people I truly love because these people... And then he comes to the realization of, like, how much these people really matter to him, where it's, like, no matter what, which is, like, it's the tint to that with his mom being, like, no matter what, I will always love you. You know, like, I will always love no matter what. It's, like, just remember that I'm always in your corner. And so, like, now he starts realizing, like, these people have always cared about me. And now, like, they're the only people that, no matter what, I can rely on them. Which to him he like reveals like oh I'm Spider-Man to the mom but wrong dimension. He gets the balls to reveal who's he's Spider-Man, but it was a different dimension. So she's like who's Spider-Man? Who the fuck is Spider-Man? So it's like if he went to the right dimension he would just experience like just told him like I'm this person because he was like ultimately you are the people I can rely on, and you are the only people that I can like truly trust. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man in theater <laughs> now. But I think that's one thing. Another development I remember now is the acceptance of being Spider-Man, the acceptance of the responsibilities of it. As in the second one, he really becomes like, I am, I am 
Spider-Man. Wait, wait. But in the first one, he's just like... What, Sam Raimi or... No, the... Uh, this one? The Into the Spider-Verse. The Sony one? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I am, like, Brooklyn. I'm, I'm fucking Spider-Man. Like, he's happy to be Spider-Man. He's like, hell yeah. You know? And then it's just... But it's just like he said, it's like he still doesn't, like, truly... Like, he helps all these people, but he doesn't feel like he's part of the community anymore. Yeah. Because he can't tell anyone about this. He can't talk to anyone about it. It's just when I watch those movies, I'm not really watching it for the story. I'm really watching it for the animation. Hold on. No. The, the, the soundtrack. Soundtrack's banger. Because it's just... That's um, the interesting part of it. it. I think that's why a lot of people like the movie. It's just how well done and how much hard work the animators put into it. But when it really comes to the story, it's for me, it's just, it's, it's all right. It's average. It doesn't really, when it comes to Spider-Man stories, it doesn't really s- stick out too much. That much. I mean, but you got to admit, that's kind of frustrating that, like, Spider-Man does all these things for everyone and ultimately just can't get a happy ending. Yeah, because that's part of the job, man. Yeah, but it's like still, I don't know, man. Like to Sacrifice me, it's just, for you the want to see that, you know, like it prevails, and even the person that did, that did, like, was selfless the entire time, gets something in return, but ultimately gets nothing. Well, sometimes, sometimes which I guess you don't. can, you can put that into today's society. I guess <laughs> you can't put that into today's society where it's like no matter how selfless you are, you can never truly be happy until you actually start taking care of yourself. And again. with that, we're going to end the episode. <laughs> we're going to reach the point of no return on this episode. All right. Spider-Man. Ooh, Spider-Man. In theaters now. Closing, Watch closing statements and remarks, Alex. Watch Spider-Man. Watch Spider-Man. Hey, closing statement remarks, Amelia. Uh, it's weird being on here. I hope you guys more are more consistent with it. No. Yeah, I promise you that. Well, that no. won't happen. <laughs> that will not happen. Be more consistent with it. Probably while you're on deployment, there'll only be like two episodes. So when At I come most. back, it will be like a nice transition. Come back, you're like, oh, this guy's back. But, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> One episode he's here, the next episode he's back. <laughs> back on episode 18. Oh, with that, thank you guys for joining. And remember to follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you find your podcasts. Rate us a five star. We love five stars. Or don't. Just leave a rating. We love ratings. Not. Anyway, bye-bye.